Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I rewatch, review, and relive the staples of our childhood. Alongside with me today, as always, is my older brother Jonathan. Welcome back to the show. Quack quack, everybody. It's good to be back on Inside Quotes for another stellar episode. And boy, do we have a great movie for you today. Yes, it is episode 63. And not only do we have a great movie for you, we also have a great guest with us today. Uh, we are joined by the former podcast host of Purely Nostalgia and TikTok's top creator, Hey Mr. Wallet himself, Eli Smith. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Quack, quack. Am I, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> you can oh, say yeah. it. <laughs> Do I need to explain that introduction? <laughs> it, maybe. I don't know what it means. I just thought it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd just say it and then explain it later. I've heard you say it before on the show, but I think maybe I missed the origin or something. When we when we did the Mighty Ducks episode, I just started like greeting, every, you know, like the beginning of the episodes like, oh, quack, quack, everybody. Yeah. And then I just like kept doing it. And I, I think it's it kind of stupid, <laughs> but I just keep doing it anyway. So yeah. it's good. I like it. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to make it catch on. Just start using it in every everyday life. It's you know, it doesn't get said enough, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Chickens say quack, right? Chicken I, chicken little. Some chicken's girlfriends say quack. <laughs> oh yeah, there is also say. a duck in this movie. I could have just said that. <laughs> so, we uh we invited Eli on the show cuz he wanted to talk about a very special movie to his very special to his heart and to his childhood. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Chicken Little, the Disney animated movie from 2005. I'm I'm so curious to hear what you guys think about this movie. We don't have to get into it just yet. I just okay. like right. when because you, you said, um, you know, I, I could pick a movie and I thought about it for like five minutes and I was like, Chicken Little like that. That is one of the ones that I. Um, when I was doing my podcast, we never got to, and I was like, someday we're going to do chicken little. <laughs> I feel like it's a, it's, it's just a movie that I don't know. I have so, I have like every line of dialogue, like engraved into my, onto my brain. And I don't really know why. Cause I don't <laughs> know that it's, I will, <laughs> we'll get into my like thoughts on the quality of it. But... I'm, I'm the same way with country uh, bears. Okay. okay. <laughs> so <laughs> country bears is, I like that movie a lot. I, haven't, movie. I, I don't think I have it memorized as well as I do Chicken Little, but that's a fun movie. <laughs> I was embarrassed to find out how much I knew of just the whole, like, <laughs> pro I probably understand and memorize like 60% of the whole script. <laughs> yeah, that's like, an, that's an experience that you guys, like, I, like, I can, I feel like I can relate to that you guys probably can relate to as well. Of Just like watching a movie that you haven't seen in 15 years or whatever. And then being like, oh, I have this movie memorized. I, I had no idea yeah. that I have this movie mm -hmm. memorized, but yep. sometimes it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. We watch these movies and it just unlocks so much stuff. Like yeah. not, not only just like the quotes from the movie, but just like memories and stories and things like that. It's just like, it's weird. Mm -hmm. Each movie is just like its own time capsule. Yeah, it's part of the reason why we started the show in the first place. Uh huh. It's because we mainly just talk in movie quotes, and half of them are inside jokes. So we came up with the term "inside quotes." Makes sense. Um, that's the that's the origin for the podcast. <laughs> and and on like on Saturdays, we would just like take turns watching movies. So that's what we do each episode. Like we just take turns picking a movie. Mm -hmm. That's basically what we do. We just like get a stack of tapes and just. Because we grew up in day. Florida, so every <laughs> summer it would be filled with tropical storms and whatnot. Mm. So, like, we would have to spend a week inside sometimes. So we watched a lot of movies, uh, <laughs> a lot of VHS, lots of VHS. 
Hmm. And then later the DVDs, but yeah, I miss VHS. I, I I might just I need to just get a VCR and like just order some tapes. It's been too long since I've like popped in a tape into a VHS. Go to any thrift store. I think they got yeah. you covered. <laughs> I I do have a few of my like VHS tapes that I've like kept for like sentimental reasons, even though I'm never gonna like actually put them in and play them. Um, what I have is the original like Star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Magoo, <laughs> and George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Magoo? I don't I don't even think I knew there was a movie of that. Wasn't oh, yeah. he like a cartoon guy or something? Yeah, yeah. it had uh Leslie Nielsen in it. Okay. It's a great movie. We'll I'm get to that one eventually. Now. Definitely worth doing. Mr. Oh Magoo, man. 1997. Okay, I'm gonna have to add this to my watch list. <laughs> yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Hmm. From what I remember, it is so good, but that's one of those I haven't seen in 15 years. So we'll see. Yeah. He's he's like a he's just a blind guy, right? That's his yeah. deal. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just a bumbling fool. Like he can yeah. see, but not really. Oh, okay. Overly lucky. <laughs> okay, this is a good poster. He's just walk walking off the edge of a building, and he's <laughs> blissfully <laughs> unaware. I mean, that gets the point across pretty pretty well. Yeah. Okay, so um, so this show is all about rediscovering the staples of our childhood, uh, through our childhood movies. But since you picked this. Why is this a staple or of your childhood, per se? Yeah. Um, so Chicken Little is a very important film to me. It came out in, what, 2005? Okay, Five. so I would have been in fifth grade when this came out. Um, and I remember seeing it um, with a couple of friends in the in the movie theater. I think that I think I saw this movie twice in theaters. I'm not sure how many other people <laughs> that's, saw that's rare for a fifth grader right there. <laughs> yeah, because I think I saw it once with my dad. Like I, me and my dad would go see every like animated kids movie when it came out. And then I also went with some friends from school um, for my friend's birthday. It was just three of us. And like my friends, one of my friends specifically, I think loves this movie more than I do. Um, and he, he had the whole movie memorized. I think he had probably seen it three or four times and, th- and it was his birthday. <laughs> so we were going to see it again and we were just like all laughing, like through the whole movie. Um, and then I, I, I know I owned it on DVD. So I saw it at least one other time after that. Um, and then, you know, forgot about it for a while and then watched it again a couple of years ago because I felt like I, I I don't know I've heard a lot of people talking about this movie as if like it's one of the worst animated Disney movies I think it has a <laughs> reputation for that and I I don't think this movie is like a secret masterpiece or anything but I do not understand the hatred for it I think it's better than a lot of people are giving it credit for because so I rewatched it a couple of years ago and I was like this is like this is a fun movie I like it yeah so and then I rewatched it again last night and liked it uh, the same amount. <laughs> I will say at first the animation is just super jarring, but it's yes. something you can get used to. And I, I have no problems with it because it's a product of its time. Yes. Oh, it's so 2005. Like every part of it from the bare naked lady song at the beginning, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the, the animation that you mentioned, like it's not great animation. It's kind of in that period of time where Disney was figuring out how to do 3d animation. Like they had Pixar going and Pixar mm-hmm. was making these like great looking animated movies. And then Disney animation studios was just making like, they, like they just didn't really know what they were doing. Like this movie doesn't really look that good, but I still mm-hmm. like some of the like character designs and stuff. Like I think yeah. it's, it's got some, some good, some good parts, but I do think the animation is a weak part of the movie. 
Yeah, I, they definitely added more emphasis on Chicken Little's character mm-hmm. animated because uh, the other ones just look choppy. But Chicken Little, I mean, I, I think I read they had like 250,000 feathers <laughs> on his, on him. Um, and that's like Sully from Monsters, Inc. level. So, yeah. Yeah, Chicken Little looks good. I'm looking at him now. Um, and like he I, I like his design. I think he's a good looking guy. I'm a fan of Chicken Little. <laughs> some of the you like some of the like background animated characters, you can tell they got a little lazy. Um, yeah or not lazy, I'm not going to call animators lazy, but like you just see this like generic looking dog character kind of copy pasted a lot in the background. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like in the dugout. Yeah. Yeah. But the main characters, I I like their designs for the most part. Yeah. Who would you say is your favorite character? Both of y'all. Runt, for sure Runt. (laughs) Runt. I I love Runt. Is that the Steve Zahn character? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, he's so we're good. huge fans of Steve Zahn. So as you should be, I didn't I didn't know he was in this movie until I like I looked that up before we rewatched it. I was like, oh, OK, he's in it. I'm down. Yeah, he doesn't actually sound like him, like his other roles either. He's, he sounds like he's doing a Carl Weezer impression. Yes. Yeah. He's very much doing a voice that's like it, I don't think I realized it was him until pretty recently. Yeah. Um, what is like the definitive Steve Zahn role for you guys? What do you think? of? Oh, man. Uh, you know, this. There's a lot huh. of different ones. I would say the two most like the two movies that are like the biggest staples for us probably are Daddy Daycare and That Thing You Do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then he's and got Sahara. like so many others. Like Don't forget Sahara. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All yeah. of the, I think of all those, but my answer is Daddy Daycare. Like Daddy Daycare. <laughs> he's great in we, that movie. We, we love that movie. movie. We actually, that was one of our first ones that we were going to record for the show and we just haven't gotten around to it yet. Mm. Um, keep putting it off we'll do it we'll do it this year yeah. invite me back for daddy daycare I, w- I, okay. want a, I want an excuse to watch that all one right. again perfect sounds good <laughs> um, yeah, when, I'll just cover all of your Steve Zahn movies whenever you whenever you have Steve Zahn all right. bring me back Steve Zahn expert <laughs> I'm really not a Steve Zahn expert I, but I, I'm just going to use that as an excuse to weasel my way back onto your show so all right. perfect we put Steve Zahn in the same tier as like Brendan Fraser Shia LaBeouf, uh, who else is in that group? Mm. Like these like childhood. weird like we we put like certain actors <laughs> on this like pedestal just because like they've been in so many. Are some of our, of our favorite, favorite movies. movies? Brendan yeah. Fraser is just amazing. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, John Heater, John Heater, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, and Steve Zahn is definitely definitely in that list. Yeah. We did we did a Josh Hutcherson Appreciation Month like last year. <laughs> He he does deserve some more appreciation. He's I like good, that guy. He was a he was a staple in our in the early two thousands. <laughs> he had so many. Um, when uh, when Jeremy told me that you had picked this movie, uh, I was not super excited because I had seen <laughs> it like sorry. one time. I'd seen it like one time, and I was like, I don't even really remember that one. So I mean, this could be really interesting, you know, when I rewatch it. So we'll we'll see. And then I went on YouTube and like watched a couple clips and that did not help either. Cause I was like, this does the animation doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. This is really ridiculous, but I will say I rewatched it. And when I watched the whole thing together, I was like, okay, this was not as bad as I was like preparing myself for. I actually did enjoy it. I actually laughed good. a few times, like within the first few minutes. And I said to Jeremy, okay, I've already laughed at this more times than I expected. So I'm good. <laughs> 
it, it's not a masterpiece, but it sure is a piece. It is a you piece. Know? That's a piece. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I just don't think that it's like the disaster that I've heard some people describe it as. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think that most of my love for this movie is just the fact that I saw it as a fifth grader twice in the movie theater with a bunch of friends who and and it's funny because like i feel like as a fifth grader you're not necessarily like ironically watching bad movies like you either like yeah. Yeah. or you're not i think that we were kind of self-aware about like like enjoying the parts of this movie that was that are not good like i have a memory of us sitting in the theater um do you okay so the part where like probably like 20 minutes in the movie that like emotional song is playing and when chicken little is sitting on the roof and he like looks up at the shooting star oh he's like, yeah all i need is a chance and like <laughs> it's like such an intense moment i don't think it's supposed to be funny but we all just started <laughs> laughing so hard and, because it's a chicken he's just a little chicken and it's like the music is getting so good and it's intense so like i feel like even as a fifth grader there was a little bit of like self-awareness about the fact mm -hmm. that we're watching chicken little and enjoying it but i do like sincerely enjoy the movie and think it has a lot of fun elements to it i wrote a list down as i was watching the movie of all the classic teen movie tropes and i've come to the conclusion that this is like the ultimate teen movie yes for a is. kid because there's the the missing no, the just bus the scene. ultimate teen movie like oh. in the sentence there <laughs> starring a chicken no uh but it's got the missing bus, missing the bus scene, like every teen movie has, throwing mm -hmm. the acorns down, uh, sulking as an angsty teen on the roof. Uh, there's a whole training montage to get good at baseball. Uh, and they're unstoppable with the fat kid character with a small name. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like every other joke was like, oh, this pig's fat. Good one. <laughs> Which yeah. makes people laugh. I'm good with it. <laughs> it works. It's effective. Yeah. It was your uh, favorite character, so hey. Yeah. <laughs> there's a parent that doesn't understand him, and there's a dance sequence at the end. And I'm here for all of it. Yeah. That's something that people critique it on, but I, I, I enjoy pretty much all of this movie. Mm. Yeah. I, I agree that it's kind of like the ultimate teen movie for it. Like it's definitely sort of trying to be that stereotypical eighties, nineties, like high school teen movie, the kind of thing that like, um, even like Spider-Man homecoming taps into like it mm -hmm. being like the, the, the that kind of like throwback to like when, when there used to be like high school <laughs> movies that were like, yeah, like you don't really see that in movie theaters anymore. Um, mm -hmm. and it does feel like a throwback in that way um you have like all of the like high school archetypes but it still also is very much a product of 2005 like i said like it feels like a 2005 movie very much and i i will agree with what what you guys are saying i will throw up one one uh contender for maybe a better ultimate teen movie that was released the same year and that oh, was no. sky high okay that that's a good movie <laughs> yeah i need to rewatch that one i'm gonna have to agree with that one <laughs> Okay, Eli, so as far as ages go, you're in between us, because I was in, I think, seventh or eighth grade when this movie came out. Okay. So um, I, I think around 2005, I think I was getting to the point where I was, you know, oh, I'm I'm getting older now. I'm, I'm not going to watch these kids' movies. So I, I think I probably didn't go into Chicken Little with the best attitude, I think. I, I should have left my, 
my attitude at the door and just gone on and, and watched the movie. And then I would have enjoyed it more. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like bombarded by that trailer at the yeah, time. I was like say, this yes. movie was so heavily marketed. And I, I was reading on Wikipedia, the trailer was on the Brother Bear DVD. So I'm pretty sure that's where we like saw it mm-hmm. all the time. Because okay. we watched that, that one. That was a lot. frequently cycled in our house. I think Brother Bear is one of our biggest staples. Mm. Yeah, I I th- I remember the Chicken Little trailer being. It's like my earliest m- memory of just seeing a movie trailer over and over in the theaters. Like I I think they were like promoting it like over a year before it came out. Like because yeah, it was yeah. I just saw it so many times. And there was that like initial uh like teaser that was just it didn't even tell you anything about the what the movie was about. I just re- have this image like of the Chicken white Little. background. Yep, a white background. Yep. That's that's all I remember about it. But like. Yep. It's imprinted. <laughs> I it's in every DVD from that era. It's... Yeah. I think if I had seen this in in 8th grade, I probably would have been a little more cynical about it. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, so something about like I I think fit, like 5th grade around like 10 or 11 years old, however old I was, like I think that was the perfect time to th- mm-hmm. to see this movie and just become obsessed with it. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at the uh, the DVD cover, and it's like referencing like Men in Black. I don't, yeah, did you yeah. see that like the chair that they sit in, like the oval chair, but it looks like an egg, but it's also like an alien story. So I'm just now putting I, that I together. That was actually kind of kind of clever, but it's yeah. also like several years after like Men in Black was a thing. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> this movie is very referency. Like from mm. from the start, you have the little like Lion King joke right at the beginning because mm-hmm. this is post yeah. this is a post Shrek world where like animated movies have to be like full of rude humor and pop mm-hmm. culture references. Yeah, and that's like Disney like catching up to the DreamWorks thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like it very much feels like Disney being like we we can be DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Like Disney doesn't really make movies like this anymore. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. That that new Chip and Dale movie that one looks like seems like it could be a similar kind of concept it looks fun (laughs) i'm scared i'm scared of that one but i'm wanting to watch it yeah it it just have you seen everything everywhere all at once yes yeah i saw that a couple weeks ago that's what that's reminding me of (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's well it's the lonely island guys so it's like fascinating to think of them making a kids movie but i definitely am gonna watch it oh yeah we'll be there too yep Uh oh So as soon as I saw this movie, like all the character design in the town, all I thought of was this is a cross between two movies. Okay. Um, Guess what those movies are in my mind. Is one of them Zootopia? Yes. One of them Zootopia. What is the other one? Hmm. I mean, mean, so it's obviously like an animal world and it's like. A, f- a fairy tale world. I don't know what I, I can't think of what the other one would be. Shrek, a goofy maybe? movie. Okay, a goofy, a goofy movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, to the point yeah, I can where see that. It's the high school, and even they have the same voice for the principal. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there's like dogs everywhere. I don't know. It's just like a father son dynamic, relationship yeah. issues. It is. Yeah, I I'd never <laughs> thought about that before. It's got a lot of similarities to Goofy movie. And that, now I'm like wondering why Disney has not greenlit a third goofy movie that's like a 3D animation, like just like a well animated, <laughs> like see, goofy movie sequel. We or, we always talk about like, oh, when is this movie getting the live action Disney, like, Disney Plus? And then we try and cast it. And then we always <laughs> make the joke that they're going to cast it with Chris Pratt. 
Yes. And then the joke's not funny anymore. So we stopped right. doing that. <laughs> yeah, that, that joke like became old just from it happening in real life so much. Like, speaking of Chris Pratt, he is voicing Garfield in the new Garfield movie, who is also the same Hold director up. as this movie. Is he really? Yeah. Same They're making another Garfield movie? Yes. I'm so sorry to have to tell you this way. No, I love Garfield. I Jeremy hope they don't Garfield. ruin it. Yeah, I mean, I like Garfield too, and I'm I'm definitely here for a Garfield movie. I think Chris Pratt as Garfield is maybe one of the most wild. He's no Bill Murray. No, no, Bill Murray is like really perfect casting. I don't really remember what I thought of those movies. I know I've seen them, but like Bill Murray as Garfield is really like I don't know if you can cast Garfield better than Bill Murray. Mm -mm. They still could. They could just make a, a sequel. Um. What's really funny is I saw some sort of promo for the Garfield movie recently that said from the director of Chicken Little, which is very funny to me because this guy also directed Emperor's New Groove, which is, I think, a much more beloved movie. Yeah, like, why yeah. would you not be saying from the director of the Emperor's New Groove? <laughs> uh, but whatever. It's a weird flex. <laughs> chicken Little. Chicken oh, Little. Man. He's a little Car- chicken. You can't you can't argue with that. Hmm. Uh, I was just adding Garfield to our list of movies that we need to cover for this year. Yeah. Now, Eli, I I thought you were more of like a Heathcliff fan. I am a Heathcliff fan. Thank you for saying that. I just <laughs> am not one of these people that thinks that it has to be one or the other. I do okay. prefer Heathcliff. I love Heathcliff. It's a healthy um, mindset. I like. I that. think that I love Heathcliff and his absurdity, and I've, Garfield's a little negative for my taste. But also Garfield is very funny at times, and I do, I really like the the way that comic strip is drawn. Like I love the design of yeah. Garfield; just the mm-hmm. whole look of it is really good. But um, yeah, I I definitely want a Heathcliff movie. Please do mm-hmm. not cast Chris Pratt as Heathcliff. He doesn't talk for one thing, so that would be a huge mistake. But well, I figured we could uh, we could talk of how how we met you actually. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we just got right into the movie. This is the first time on the podcast that we've not had like one of our like childhood friends. <laughs> so you can you after this episode, we'll see if you can be like an honorary childhood friend. We'll just okay. we'll just grandfather you into the to the childhood. But um, I like that. Okay. Uh, I I remember I, I know for a while I feel like you've made like several TikToks of Heathcliff videos. You had like a I, week where I remember seeing a few and like <laughs> I've made a couple. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably a long time ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, a few weeks back, Jeremy sent me um, your former podcast, Purely Nostalgia. He was like, oh, you should listen to this. I think we pretty much stole their podcast idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, we were, we had just covered Paddington and I just searched Paddington after that because, you know, I Paddington is one of the greatest movies ever. So I wanted Great to keep movie. listening about it. So I just typed in Paddington and that showed up and I saw a VHS tape. I was like... <laughs> Great, same branding as us. <laughs> uh, it turns out that's exact same format, pretty much. Same type of movies. And I was actually really excited. Uh, so I sent it to him. I was like, dude, we need to get this guy on our show for sure. And he's like, I think I follow him on TikTok. I was like, he has a TikTok? What? Yeah, I, he sent it to me and I was I was trying to figure out like, if you were still making episodes, because it had been a while since the news feed had been refreshed for the podcast feed. So it's like, yeah. are they still making episodes? I'm not sure. So like, 
I think I went on like there was like a link to like a Twitter or something on the show notes and I clicked on it and there was like a picture posted somewhere on the Twitter of like your face. I was like, I recognize that guy from TikTok. (laughs) Is this like a meme? Is this guy being memed or is this like his show? This is already a crazy amount of coincidences, I feel like, and we haven't even gotten to the craziest coincidence yet. (laughs) Okay, so fast forward one day. I had a particularly not the best day at work. It was a Friday. I was ready for the weekend. And I come home and Jonathan comes up to me and he's like, so you want to go to see uh, Reliant K tonight in Nashville? And I was like, I guess that sounds fine. I'll I'll do anything. (laughs) And he's like, good, because they had a second show just now opened up. And I was like, all right, let's go. And on the way down there, we it takes an hour. We're about an hour away from Nashville. We were discussing like our goals for, we had a podcast host meeting. We were discussing like what movies we wanted to do, what series, uh, and like what type of guests we wanted on. And we wanted to have somebody on that we didn't know. That was one of our goals for this year. And we've already completed that. So, um, nice. uh, You're but welcome. then, thank you. Uh, and then on the way down there, I, I guess we looked at your bio and it said, I don't know, did your bio say Tennessee on there? I don't know. Um, yeah, and probably. I okay. don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Somehow we uh, maybe we watched a TikTok we, saying that you were we in were Tennessee. We were listening to one of the episodes and I, I remember listening yeah. to one of them and you were referencing like some like Christian punk bands, uh-huh. Stellar Cart and Reliant K. And we were just like, what if this guy was at the Reliant <laughs> K show tonight? <laughs> And Jared, Jared was like, well, that would be super weird. And I was like, if he's there, I'll, I'll ask him to be on the podcast. We have to. And that was just a big joke. And then on the way to the show that we weren't supposed to go to, um, but little did we know that Eli himself was standing directly in front of us at the show. <laughs> it's so insane. And Jonathan turns around to me and he says, I think that's him. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, oh, no, there's no way that's him. That was a good joke, though. He thought I was messing with him. <laughs> I thought he was messing with me. And then he's like, no, that's actually him. And... I, I couldn't quite tell because, like, the show was going on. And so, like, the lights hadn't right. come back on. So I was like, I'll just have to wait till afterwards and see, you know, see if it's actually him. So after the show, we came up to you and we told you this crazy story and how Jonathan is a wizard and he can manifest anything. <laughs> Uh, and you agreed to come on the show but like yeah. the coincidences had to line up perfectly because I found out about this show your your podcast that either Wednesday night or Thursday and then I told Jonathan about it Thursday and then he and then made we the connection the that you Friday. had a TikTok on that Thursday or on that Friday and then we decided to go to the Reliant K show you live in Chattanooga we yeah. live in Bowling Green there was no way you were going to be at that show <laughs> yeah, uh, there. I mean, there were other cities too that, like, I almost went to the Atlanta show instead of the Nashville one. And so, but that's it had wild. to be Nashville because that's where you guys were going to be. That's yeah. insane. Um, I for a minute there, I thought <laughs> you guys had already known each other, and you guys are just pulling a prank on me. <laughs> and Jonathan just organized it. He's like, "Oh yeah, I have a friend that has a TikTok and a podcast that I haven't told you about in two years." <laughs> um. I don't even know if you guys know this part of the story. I can't remember if I told you or not, but like not two minutes before you guys came up to me, I had realized that the girl I was standing next to 
we we were TikTok mutuals, like that we followed each other on TikTok and had interacted before, but we didn't like know each other in real life. And we were standing (laughs) there the whole show. And then we looked over and we're like, wait, I know you from TikTok. And then you guys come up right after that, tap me on the shoulder. Like, Hey, are you on TikTok? I thought that you were pranking me. I thought you you and I overheard that interaction and were like making fun of me. (laughs) Like, like I I half expected me to be like, yeah, I'm on TikTok. And you're like, I'm just kidding. I don't know who you are. I'm just That's no, insane. but I'm going to start doing that from now on. Yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> Just walk up to people. Hey, are you on TikTok? <laughs> like someone who like has posted two videos and like has four <laughs> followers, like get them really excited. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I can't believe I, it took. That was really quick. <laughs> um, but the stars aligned for that because, I mean, they weren't even supposed to have that second show. I. Yeah. Wasn't we weren't planning on going to the show till six thirty p.m. and the show started at eight, basically. So oh yeah. wow, like we <laughs> and like I knew about it, but I like I didn't really want to go by myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I don't know if I'll go or not. I kind of want to go. And then Jeremy was like up to do anything, so I was like, Hey, you want to go to this concert? Let's go. <laughs> so we just dropped everything and went. It was crazy. And then the fact that I had only found out about your podcast and not the TikTok two days before. And he'd only known the TikTok and not the podcast two days before. And it's just insane. And I, I, I've never had such a crazy coincidence in my life. And so, and the most like amazing thing is that like you weren't like totally creeped out by us, us like stalking <laughs> no. you online and finding you at this show. Don't no, think I this so is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was, I was like very excited about it. I, when we walked out of the building, I immediately called my purely nostalgia co-host clint i said you are you're not gonna believe what just happened (laughs) oh man he did not believe because it was okay we didn't talk about this either it was also april fool's day yes (laughs) yeah so clint was like you are pranking me and like the next day i texted him about he again he was like this really happened didn't it (laughs) oh man so uh clint if you're listening to this podcast now you know that it's real Yes. There you go. I'll and this is an open invitation for him to come on the show too, if you like. He'd be a better uh, guest than me, probably. What if you like hired <laughs> us, just like random dudes off Fiverr, to record this fake <laughs> podcast, just so that you could like commit to this bit, the long con, <laughs> this April Fool's joke? <laughs> um, it's so, not a bad idea. What got you started on TikTok? Um, I had a t- I had a TikTok account, and I would you just mainly to watch videos and then one day i made a video for fun about some sort of star wars video like a stupid it was like star wars (laughs) characters that i could defeat in combat and it was just like a dumb little joke video (laughs) and it like kind of blew up and then uh i just was like okay i'm gonna keep doing this because i like dopamine and um, (laughs) (laughs) likes are nice two years later i am still doing it i think i'm uh I'm not I'm not doing it as much as I was last year, but uh, I'm still trying to post on there pretty regularly. It's a it's a fun place, like really more than any other social media that I've been on. Like it is I've actually like met some cool people through it. Like you like meeting, (laughs) seeing a random girl that I was mutual with mutuals with at a Reliant K show. And then you guys like like I've just like actually have like made real friendships through TikTok. And so that's Mm -hmm. like the funnest part of the app. Like. It's you just, can't just do fun. that yeah. with just podcasting because you can't really connect with anybody. You yeah. just put your feet out there and that's it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, we've thought about yeah. starting TikToks, but we just haven't gotten into it at all. Do it. Uh, we just we watch it. them all the time, probably about thirty minutes to an hour a day, uh-huh. if not more. But uh, I don't know. It's it's tough work. I respect it. So I I went through my all of my liked videos, which was like millions of them. It took me a while. But I scrolled back to find like the first video that I liked of yours that I found. And um it was VeggieTale characters I would not eat. So that was my next video after the Star Wars one that blew up. Mm-hmm. I was like, um I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make one more video. And then that one also <laughs> blew up and I was and that was what got me hooked. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh wow, it it happened twice. I I guess I have to keep doing this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so you were you've now. been You've been there from pretty much the beginning then. That's pretty early on. Because I, I knew it had been a while. You were one of the earliest people like I started following. And yeah. I like I never like interact really on posts. I just like them. And that's basically it. I don't comment much. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that was one. The characters I would defeat in combat. And then the other one that I like really loved was <laughs> it was like a uh, it's got the song from Shrek 2. And it's like, Dad, Ton Wee's here. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I liked that one a lot. I was very then, proud of that one. And then you go to the door and you're just like from Tonwee's like perspective. Like, I don't know how you had the phone set up on like a ladder or something. And you're just like looking straight up with just like you're in love with Tonwee, <laughs> which is the Kaminoan from Attack of the Clones for anyone that's not a nerd like me. Dad Tonwee's here is one of my favorite Star Wars quotes. Tonwee's here. He's just so casual about him. Dad, Tonwee's here. Yep. Yup, <laughs> dude. Okay, we've already covered the prequels, uh, but we're we're waiting to do the rest of the Star Wars movies. Nice. So if you want to come on one of those Star Wars movies, oh, I'd love you to. Got it. I um, love Star Wars. <laughs> I think it was the combination of like Veggie Tales and Star Wars content that was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick around and, and see what else this guy puts. This out. guy definitely has a podcast. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars and Veggie Tales like that combination also just makes a lot of sh- sense that we would both end up at a Reliant K show too. Yeah, I, feel yeah. Like. I think so. I, think so. <laughs> I don't know why it just makes sense. It's a little bit of the same. May the horse be with you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about just like turning this episode and just referencing as many Reliant K songs I can as possible, but I don't think Jeremy will really get them. So <laughs> I knew like three of the songs. I I love Reliant K. They were they they were my favorite band in high school, mm-hmm. um, and I still like when I go back to it. I'm like, man, this is still just so good. But mm-hmm. It was a fun show. Jeremy loved it. He, oh, I loved it after. It. I've been listening yeah. to him constantly. Do you do you have a favorite album? Um, I think it's probably Forget and Not Slow Down, which is like one of their they're kind of later ones but uh yeah that was i guess that one was one that came out when i was like in high school mm-hmm. and uh i really love that album they played a bunch from that album at that show yeah so yeah i was happy. i think i think that one's turned into my favorite over yeah. time um yeah. i was i'm definitely more in like the i like the early like pop punk sound mm-hmm. more um but that one is just like a very good album front to back yes it's just i think it's their most solid one yeah so but I do stuff. love the early stuff. When they started throwing out the early song, like the early hits at the end of the show, yes. I was like, oh, this is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, it's not like the, their best, but like I really like their newest one that was just a couple mm-hmm. years ago too. Like uh, the, I feel like they had a rocky period for a while, but then the yeah. the, the, the latest one, I was like, oh, this is like, yeah. this sounds like the Reliant K that I loved in high school. 
Yeah, those songs definitely sounded better live too. It added yeah. like a better energy, I thought, mm-hmm. for for Air for Free. Oh man, Reliant K, <laughs> you guys are my people. <laughs> I was like, maybe a little too on the nose would be like having you on for like a Veggie Tales episode with a Reliant K song on it. Yes, <laughs> they do the oh, pirates man. who don't do anything. I would love to come back for the Jonah episode. That I I don't know if I saw the pirates who don't do anything. I think I did. I don't remember as well, but the Jonah movie I definitely remember seeing in theaters. It, it's not as good as Jonah, but it's still mm-hmm. fun. Like yeah. I enjoyed it. The Jonah movie is so crazy because it does not change the ending of that story like you would kind of expect it to because the story ends with Jonah just Mm -hmm. depressed and angry looking at the city of Nineveh just sitting in the wilderness and the movie sticks with that ending and it's like yeah you got to respect the fact that they commit to it and then he just shows up and sings a song at the in the present day somehow but like (laughs) it's a crazy like it's a weird depressing ending (laughs) oh I love that movie Oh, what was the man? Was it a Wizzo Twizzo concert they were going to in that movie? What oh yeah, I don't, I don't. Like remember he's the, the guy movie. that shows up, right? Yeah, and yes. they like sing the song at the end. Yeah, yes. Anyway, but, that that movie has a great soundtrack. Dude. But he's also Jonah, right? <laughs> like, isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> that. I guess Jonah's like this immortal figure who's just cursed. Um, but he just has to <laughs> live different lives through time. But I don't know. Dang, we've already got you lined up for three other movies. So, you might as well just so be a, a, a third host. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, well, if you guys, as long as you guys do all the editing, that's why we quit doing our podcast. It got too hard. So. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> Who are we talking about? That's from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah chicken little we should probably dive uh, back into that yeah we got to talk about chicken little because listen guys it's it's a good movie <laughs> i feel like everybody on youtube hates on it and yeah. i feel like the only thing they can talk about is how bad their dad is mm. which it's kind of valid but also not the point of the movie what how bad chicken little's dad is yeah yeah yeah, he is a bad. It kind of is the point of the movie, though. Like he, yeah. he is a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah. he, that's kind of the emotional core of the movie. That's one of the things that I, I don't know that it's what I appreciate about appreciated about it as a kid. But like going back as an adult, like I actually think the emotional core of this movie being the dad who's like embarrassed of his son, like, <laughs> and the son who just wants to impress his dad so bad. Like, it really does very work sad. for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, but he is a bad dad. Like he's embarrassed of his son and his son just wants <laughs> approval. But he's yeah. not like it, I like the way it's portrayed because he's not like super mean to him. He just like <laughs> he's just like, please, like, don't embarrass yourself. Like, yeah, I don't, know. don't get your hopes up. Yeah, I guess oh, what that, I meant. What a great line. <laughs> I guess what I meant by that was most people write this movie off because the dad is super bad. and He's not yeah. like the greatest role model ever so yeah um but that's most every kid's movie i mean darth vader is not a very good dad either but they made some good movies about him by the way this is a disclaimer if you have not seen star wars empire strikes back do not watch this movie because it has heavy spoilers yeah i mean it's it was like 25 years after i think it's probably (laughs) fine this movie is almost 20 years old Mm -hmm. mm-hmm 
That's that's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's getting bad. Uh, this movie is as is almost as old as Star Wars. The original Star Wars movies were when I saw this in theaters. So this movie is Star Wars. Just as good. I think it's in the question, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You're saying it's a it's a certified hood classic at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's probably number two or three on my Star Wars ranking. Ooh. Too little. So were were either of you watching Scrubs when this movie came out? <laughs> I, I was like familiar with it and had like seen it while flipping through the channels, I think, but I wasn't like a dedicated Scrubs fan. Yeah. I don't think we were allowed to watch it. At least yeah. me. I probably no, yeah. wasn't either. No, I was a little edgier for what our parents would have let us watch, but I, I was familiar <laughs> yeah. with it. Um, I think the episode that like hooked me on Scrubs was the musical episode. There was like clips of that on YouTube back in the day. Yeah. And like since then, I've watched like the whole show and it's like one of my favorites sitcoms. But at the time, I, I couldn't have told you like who Zach Braff is. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't watch Garden State, you know, when I was <laughs> 10 years old. <laughs> Um, what do you guys think of Zach Braff's performance in this movie? I think he's really good as Chicken Little. <laughs> it works really well. I'm a fan of all of it except for the 38 seconds of when he's singing uh, We Are the Champions in yeah. the worst <laughs> auto-tune in any kid's movie I've ever seen. I am the champion. I, I am the champion. But gone is the loser. Cause I champion of the world yeah yeah that 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 is not a great moment it's not as much as funny as the movie thinks that it is yeah no but otherwise he was great i i'm partial to my favorite character fish out of water he's great but um i don't even know who did him but he didn't really make any noises he yeah. doesn't really talk, right? Just yeah, he's just bubble gurgling noise. sounds <laughs> yeah. underwater. Uh, and then I I don't think I realized until I was an adult that um, uh, Abby is Joe Cusack. Like that's this is weirdly stacked cast. Yeah, it it's, is. <laughs> it's like I recognize that from School of Rock, mm-hmm. but not not the duck. Uh, when when we were watching it, I was I was telling Jeremy that if this was like made today, the ugly duckling uh, character would be voiced by Kristen Shaw. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, she definitely would. I think she's like, I don't know, this uh, the more the more modern Joan Cusack. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this exercise. Who who would Chicken Little bit? I mean, we already said Chris Pratt earlier. I, I actually think that <laughs> maybe that's true. Yeah. Um let's see. I had another one. We'll probably just do Vin Diesel as fish out of water. <laughs> yes. Since he did the root. Yeah. <laughs> Who would Runt be? Runt. That's a that's a tricky one. Um let's bring back the voice the kid who played Rowley from Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dire everyone be kid. But no, he's an adult now, so he doesn't have the high voice, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I don't know who Ryan would be. Let's just bring who's, back Steve Zahn. this generation Steve Zahn? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's Steve Zahn. What has yeah. Steve Zahn done lately? What's he up to? Apparently he lives in Kentucky. That's a fun Wait. fact that I know. You guys gotta go find him. 
Apparently he lives in Lexington. Oh, his last performance that I remember was War for the Planet of the Apes. He have you guys seen that movie? He's in that? Yeah, I saw like the first one. He's one of the apes. He's uh his name is Bad Ape. Um <laughs> he's like one of the apes who like learns to talk. Um and so I don't know. It it's not a very Steve Zahn performance. You wouldn't really know it was him unless you like looked mm. it up, but it's good. I know he was a voice in The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, which yeah. was like a saving grace of that movie. I felt like <laughs> I I remember nothing about that movie. Like, yeah. I just, it's not yeah, like it was, the worst movie ever. It's just insanely forgettable. <laughs> it's pretty low as far as like Pixar's concerned for their like yeah. quality. Yeah, but it's not a bad movie. It's a, it's a good looking movie, but I just remember nothing from it. <laughs> oh, and he was the dad in the the Wimpy Kid movies. That was a classic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in the Tall Girl movies that just came out. <laughs> okay. uh, last thing I've seen him in most recently is Captain Fantastic and Ridiculous Six. Those are like okay. 2016 era. Mm. Um, Ridiculous Six is actually kind of funny. I don't know if y'all, John has seen it, but oh, the it. Adam Sandler one. It's one of those Adam Sandler stacked casts, like overly stacked comedy movies where everybody's funny, which isn't necessarily the best option, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. It's got it's got Taylor Lautner in it, and he's hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Lautner is first comedian over anything drama. I, I, he's he actually like he is funny. Like <laughs> he's he's funny in the Twilight movies. I'll say that. Like I, I watched those like at the beginning of COVID when I was not leaving my house at all. I like watched all the Twilight movies because I was like, if not now, then when? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and uh, it. I, I they're not good movies, but like he definitely has some line deliveries that like made me laugh out loud. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the TV show Cuckoo? No. It is one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen, but it's like a British TV show. It's on Netflix. First season has Andy Samberg in it, and then he's immediately replaced in the second season by Taylor Lautner because Andy Samberg got Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> and he was like, That's "See insane. ya." But like Taylor Lautner shines in that show. It's so funny. I, I but it's really weird. That. It's really, because really weird. But it's so good. I really like I wanna see like now you guys have me wishing that he just had like a successful comedy career. Because I do think that he's funny. <laughs> and now that makes me want to watch that. So he's playing the same character that Andy Samberg was? Uh, no, he plays just his like a... son. He's playing okay. his like long lost it's poorly, son. It's poorly explained. Because they're like five <laughs> years apart and it's still his son. It's that's weird. What's the show called? Cuckoo. Cuckoo. How do you spell that? C U C K O O. Okay, I'm I'm watching this later. <laughs> and then I we I think he's the star of Ridiculous Six too. So if you have like a bunch of buddies over and you want to watch a stupid movie, that's the one for you. He's he's plays this idiot <laughs> regularly. Yeah, we 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 quote him uh, quite a bit actually. <laughs> so, I mean, it all started with Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So, have you guys talked about Shark Boy and Lava Girl on this? We podcast? have not. We have not. We haven't even done Spy Kids yet. Mm. Um, our our podcast started as a Spy Kids podcast. I don't know if I told you guys that, but like really? we 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 were like we're gonna do the Spy Kids movies, and then. Yeah. If we're not having fun, then we'll just end it there. <laughs> but then we were like, oh, we'll just keep doing other kids' movies. But we were like, let's just do 
a Spy Kids podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Spy Kids, great movies. At least the first two I like. But Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the Spy Kids. Yeah. I used to be yeah. so scared of the thumbs, though. They're scary. <laughs> yeah. Took me a while to get used to that. But... Man, I feel like we haven't talked about Chicken Little very much. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. That's usually how it goes. Okay. Um, well, what's your favorite scene of the movie? <laughs> what's the standout? When I you think love... of this movie, the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Um, that The first thing that comes to mind is how cute the little alien guy is. Um, yeah. I like the little noises he makes. But I really like the whole baseball scene, too. Um, I think that's a lot of fun. I And I also just like his relationship with his dad. Like, I, I can't think of like the scene where they're in the car. Um, and he's like, dad, what if I, he's like, what if I joined the baseball team? Like mm-hmm. I have a memory of a similar memory of not, not telling my dad I was going to join the baseball team. But like I, as a kid, I was not into sports. I was a big dork. Um, but like I, my older brother and my dad bonded over watching sports all the time. And so like I walked into the living room and they were watching sports and I was like, dad, I've decided I'm going to start watching sports. And <laughs> he was like, you don't have to, like, <laughs> you can if you want to, but like, you don't have to. And like, it just like, it makes me think of when he says that to his dad, but his dad does not, his dad is not a good dad. Like my dad was like his dad. Is, it's just, he kind of like just crushes his dreams. Just um, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Don't embarrass it's, me. It like, oh, my heart legitimately sinks when he says that. And then you just see chicken and the little in the background go like, okay, dad. <laughs> like, it's so Yeah. Sad. I was just kidding the whole time. It's a, it was yeah. a joke. Yeah. Okay. For the recasting, let's, let's actually cast the actor that played rally for the dad. Cause the way you just delivered that was the same energy as like, <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> Don't come by my house. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're g- I'm good with that. <laughs> oh, and also, um, something I meant to say earlier, you were talking about like this movie is like a combination of like Zootopia and something else. I, I do have to say, I was watching clips on YouTube and there was a, a funny comment that said, Chicken Little walked so Zootopia could run. <laughs> and I thought, Agreed. That, was, I thought that was yeah. a good, good comment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Zootopia probably has better animation than this movie. Um, in 10 years. And it's it. probably better in most ways. <laughs> but uh, I think I would always just prefer Chicken and Little in my heart because it doesn't, there, there's, not a, there's not a little chicken in Zootopia. <laughs> That's something that's missing. Yeah. Maybe there is. I don't remember. <laughs> there probably is. Uh, so are either of you like familiar with like the classic Chicken Little story? Yes. Yeah, okay. I actually Somewhere. really I think the strength of this movie is its premise because I mm-hmm. think it's a really fun twist on that story. Mm-hmm. Um but like I I know I've heard it because when the movie came out I was like, "Oh yeah, it's like that story." But like Yeah. So it's the sky is not actually is it an acorn acorn that's falling on his head in the actual story? I I think so. Yeah. I just kind of like tried to read a summary of it online, but cuz I think there's a lot of it's like an old folklore kind of thing that's been told you know a lot of different ways but i think that's kind of the premise of it and like it's more about like not alerting everyone about 
like the world's ending when it really isn't kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but in this case, it's like, no, he's actually this right. guy really is falling. You know, you, yeah. everyone should listen to him in this case. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the original is kind of like a boy who cried wolf story, except it's not like, I don't think he's, it's, he's, yeah. he's not like lying. I think he actually thinks the sky is falling, <laughs> yeah, but he just like freaks out. So it's like a don't yeah. panic is the moral yeah. of the story. Yeah. And, and he convinces like a bunch of other people to panic with him too, I yeah. think is like part of the, I think, mm. but yeah, <laughs> but this movie presupposes what if this guy was falling <laughs> <laughs> or at least a panel was falling off of an alien ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good premise in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about the th- stuff that's not good in this movie, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who cares? We're, we're not the film critics. We just love the films. We just mm. gush over these films, even if they're bad, usually. Yeah. The the nostalgia of our childhood usually wins out in any movie we're covering, really. It's yeah. Like... Yeah. Vibes over plot any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to actually know, like, what do you guys actually think of the quality of this movie? Are you just being nice to me and, like, humoring me? If you guys think that this is, like, an awful movie. I will not judge you. <laughs> no, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised by it. That's good. Because I hadn't seen it in a while. I mean, I would give it just a solid three out of five, probably. Yeah. But, you know, I'd watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's uh like how I rank movies in my head is more about like rewatchability. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is more important to me than like the quality of the movie or a lot of different other things that like film critics look at. Like how eager am I to like watch this movie again? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's important. Yeah. yeah, I've seen this movie too many times, so I would <laughs> say it's pretty rewatchable. <laughs> I think, I mean, we probably would have watched this a lot if we had owned it. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing. We didn't own it. I'm pretty sure this was like a movie we checked out like from the library. Is that yeah. track, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we We used to just check out movies from the library a lot and watch them. I think the first time I saw it, it was actually shown in school one day. Like it was mm-hmm. raining or something during recess or aftercare or something. When the and sky just... was falling. Mm. Yeah. The sky was falling. Aliens were coming to get us. Uh, and, and I loved it. And it was hilarious. Cause I was like, Oh, this is the movie from the trailer. I love it. <laughs> but like most of the funny scenes were already in the trailer. Like I think the corn scene, the corn bit where he's like, I, yeah, I remember that. shaving down the corn. Yes. Peak comedy for an eight-year-old. Um, <laughs> I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Um, but the thing that made me laugh the most um, was the also a runt scene was when he was doing the the crinkled up dollar in the vending machine. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, was good. that gets me. That that brings <laughs> me back to. I mean, I feel like every fifth grader has that that rite of passage where you mm-hmm. bring a crinkled up dollar to get a fruitopia from the. <laughs> The vending machine, <laughs> and it takes you seven years, and that's all you've got. Um, I think my biggest, the biggest laugh that this movie gets out of me, it, this moment makes me laugh every time. So this is not the moment, but early, there's the scene earlier in the movie where he's like, "Just leave me some water, some ammo, some chips if you have them." Uh, that line oh, is yeah, one yeah. that's like engraved onto my brain. But like, that's not the moment that makes me laugh. It's at the end of the movie when they're watching the movie of of the like what yeah. actually happened yeah and so yeah. and you see like the 
the actor that's playing runt and he delivers that same line and then the camera he's pans past. he's just he's mouthing the line the, the line along with him because he hasn't memorized <laughs> that moment makes me laugh every time it's great uh i really liked the the dodgeball scene near the beginning i thought yes. that was really funny he's like let's split up popular versus unpopular go <laughs> <laughs> i love that it's <laughs> They that's fed definitely in, how dodgeball is for sure. They fed into all the high school movie tropes and I loved it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely are doing trying to like evoke every high school movie trope <laughs> possible. I think this movie also ignited my obsession with Elton John. I love Elton John. And oh, I think really? It started oh. with the in uh, credit song of this movie where they're singing, don't mm -hmm. go breaking my heart. Yeah, huh. um, and I was like, mm, "That's a good song." I'm gonna look that up, and then I like started listening to a ton of Elton John. because it's not even the Elton John version; it's like the cast singing it, right? Right, it's the cast singing so it. Like... Yeah, but I just was like, "I have to know more about this song." I love this song. Whoever wrote this must be a genius. Yes, <laughs> I... I remember that from the trailer, and it's it's in the movie too. But it was kind of a little on the nose. It was like it's the end of the world as we know it. That REM mm -hmm. song. Yeah, so I definitely remember that for sure. Yeah, pretty much we watched the trailer over and over again more than the movie. So that's what our <laughs> memories are. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very memorable trailer. Um, speaking of the it's the end of the world as we know it, um, I feel like our common ground as listeners of Reliant K um, makes this worth bringing up. For the longest time, I thought that that was a DC Talk song because DC Talk, <laughs> <laughs> the Christian rap trio, mm -hmm. <laughs> had a version of that song <laughs> and then um, uh later i found out that it was a cover um who sings the original uh, uh rem yes rem right? yeah it shattered my universe when i found out that dc talk did not write that song <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if I've even heard that. I've definitely heard TC talk before, but I didn't know they had a cover. Yeah, it's like I think it's like a live version. Like it's okay, not even yeah. like well known. But I used to listen to DC Talk on my iPod shuffle while I was mowing the grass. So I remember Ooh. listening to that song. That's a memory right there. iPod mm. shuffles. You mean I don't have any control about what's going to happen next? <laughs> like what I can listen to? Yeah. Or you it, can like memorize the order that your songs are in, yeah. which is what I would do and like skip through trying to find the song <laughs> I was looking for. Did y'all notice that all the, uh, everything was like hexagon shaped? Yeah. And do you know why it was hexagon shaped? No. <laughs> I, I it's not confirmed, but I think it's because of the chicken wire. Oh, that like makes the sense. The window, the windows are chicken wire, so he looks out into the sky, and then like the even like his quilt is chicken wire, and hexagons, uh, the sky panel, obviously. Yeah. Um, it it makes so much sense because it's chicken little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe this movie is a masterpiece. I think so. Yeah, it's it's something. It's a piece. It's a piece bigger than a piece. Jeremy pointed that out to me when we were watching. I was like, okay, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was probably lost on a lot of eight-year-olds when they lost on this. me. I've seen this movie like seven <laughs> times. 
even like their house looks like a chicken coop like the design <laughs> yeah. of the house that was like, cracking okay. me up that's that's cool well john should we do our iq test right now or what <laughs> <laughs> so when we have guests on the show we have them take an iq test and the iq test the iq stands for inside quotes okay so it's not a real okay intelligence test it's like questions about movies and it's all about your like personal experience there's no like right or wrong answers um it's just your own it's whatever you whatever you want whatever Mm -hmm. you think it's like whatever your opinion is man do you want to get into that now i I don't want to like if you got more to say about the movie you can (laughs) oh no i'm i'm good with that i i I was making sure that I had talked about everything that I wrote in my notes. I, I covered everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's get on with this inside quotes. All right. IQ test. So, yeah, like I said, no, no right or wrong answers. Um, it's just about like your experience watching movies growing up, basically. Unless so, we hate your answer, then it'll be yeah. wrong. But, okay. yeah, you know. That's fair. <laughs> um, the first question is, what was the first movie you saw in the theaters that you remember? Okay, so I don't, I have an answer for this, and I think that it can't be true, because I think I would have been too young to see this movie, but I have a memory of seeing the movie Mouse Hunt in theaters. Oh, wow. Um, Ooh, what a good one. <laughs> uh, with Nathan Lane, uh-huh. um, and uh, that movie was 1997, so I would have been three, <laughs> like... I you don't remember, know. You could remember stuff when you're three. I guess so. I believe I, that. That's possible. Okay. I think I, I think I did see the movie Mouse Hunt in theaters as a three-year-old. Um, okay. We haven't gotten that one before. Mouse Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably, that probably works because the first movie I saw was Toy Story. And okay. I was probably three, you were three then at the time yeah. yeah, when that came out. So, okay. And I don't really remember much about it, but I do remember the experience seeing it. <laughs> Yeah, that that might just be my earliest memory period then, because because <laughs> I I don't remember anything else from being three years old, but I'm pretty sure I remember seeing Mouse Hunt. You just walked into this dark room with a huge TV, surrounded by strangers. Mm. Blew my mind. <laughs> All right, the uh, the next question. Uh, growing up, were you a blockbuster family or a Hollywood video family? We did not have Hollywood video um, okay. in my town, okay. so we were, were a Blockbuster family. Yeah, I I do I have a lot of memories of going to Blockbuster, um, but I also I, I I feel like I rented games from Blockbuster more than I rented movies. Okay. Like that was yeah. like if I did if if I was on my best behavior at something like that was my reward. <laughs> You'd go to Blockbuster uh-huh. and rent a, a game, and I would rent. Um, some ape escape or something, and then play forty minutes of it, and then get more of it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, we were we were a blockbuster family. We 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 did not go to Hollywood Video. It was like in our town. It was like they were literally across the street from each other. It, oh, it wow. was like UF versus FSU, like Seminoles versus Gators, and they were the Seminoles. We were a Gator family. Mm. <laughs> That's just some Florida lore. I don't think I've ever even set foot in a Hollywood video. I'd like to. Are there any left? Well, they're probably all gone. <laughs> I think the one in our hometown is a advanced auto parts now. So mm, sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question number three. Um, what is the craziest food 
that you've ever snuck into the movies? <laughs> um, pretty recently, I snuck some cheesy Gordy to crunches from Taco nice. Bell into a, into a movie. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I'm not a big like sneak food into a movie kind of guy, but I'd, every once in a while I've done it. Um, I've definitely snuck some Taco Bell in. I was always super scared too until I got a job at the movie theater my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Dude, we don't give a crap." Yeah, they if don't you care. see, as long as they don't, <laughs> as long as you're not like waving it around, they don't. We don't care. I was like, yeah. "All right, cool." Um, I think the weirdest thing I have snuck in is either an entire cookout tray with milkshake or a Caesar salad. <laughs> I feel like the Caesar salad is weirder. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done like Chipotle burritos. It, yeah. Right now it's just a game for me and I'll, I'll still like buy a soda. That's like $8. Just, I just want to like be able to sneak it in. I think that's more fun than just eating. Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, we're just looking for like stories to tell on the podcast. So we'll just sneak in weirder and weirder stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring your whole roasted pig next time. Uh, All right. uh, Question number four. Uh, It seems like everyone has an opinion about subtitles on movies. Do you watch movies with or without them? I watch movies with subtitles. uh, And I I was not always that way. I think within the last couple of years, I've become Mm -hmm. a subtitles person. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. Same. Yeah, we're we're that way too. That way you can just say, I read a movie the other day. Mm. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. It sounds smart. (laughs) all right question number five um what movie in your opinion is totally overrated this is a hard one because i just hmm. i i feel like in general i like i i don't like to to like hate on things that people like but i know that i have an answer for this oh i know what my answer is um (laughs) i think my answer is ghostbusters the original ghostbusters interesting i agree with you i agree with you i don't care for it that much yeah i don't hate it i just don't really understand why it's such a classic it's i watched it like a couple years ago and it didn't really make me laugh at all (laughs) yeah i i really like ghostbusters but yeah jeremy's he, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the hype. It's, you're like supposed to like it, <laughs> but I just haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind know. of a, it's kind of a weird movie. It's not actually a really about much really. <laughs> no, they just bust some ghosts and then they're no. done. <laughs> yeah. I need to give it another shot because I think, uh, I mean, I, I like the, the like practical effects and stuff. Like it's definitely got some fun stuff and there's some good jokes in it, but like, I don't know. I think I just had it overhyped for me when I saw it and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. All right, and then we have one more question. It's kind of similar to the snack question, but if money is no object, what are you buying from the concession stand at the theater? Oh, money's no all object. Um, I mean, I love popcorn, so I think I would get a large popcorn with butter. With butter. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Are you layering that? Am I what? Are you layering it or just on the top? I normally don't like take like how do you even do that if they if they hand you a full bag of popcorn how how do you layer it do you, do you know the straw trick no 
I feel like we've explained this to people on the podcast before. They didn't know about it. I don't know. If, did uh, we invent that? Probably not. I don't know. No, I've never seen do someone do that. So, so, you know, like the oily butter dispenser that they have, you know, yeah. after you get your popcorn. Uh-huh. So just take the, your, you know, your bucket of popcorn underneath that and then get a straw and just put the straw up to like the dispenser mm-hmm. and then, you know, stick the, the straw like down inside the popcorn and just move it around. Yep. And you can kind of evenly spread it out. Like it's not just on top soaking it in. You can kind of spread it around all the popcorn. I feel like that is a smart idea. I'm going to try that. I mean, I I like (laughs) some buttery popcorn. Um, So if money is no object, I'm probably getting popcorn and I'm getting some sort of peanut butter and chocolate candy. Because I think that I love the combination of like a Reese's cup with popcorn, Mm -hmm. I think is really good. Okay. And then, and then what's the drink? What are you having to drink? This is where I might get a little bit controversial Ooh. because recently, so I'm, I've lived in Knoxville for a few years and Knoxville is very much a regal movie theater mm-hmm. uh, town. We're an AMC town here in Chattanooga, but I got used to going to regals constantly. <laughs> so much build up for such a simple answer, but um, <laughs> regal recently made the corporate shift to from Coke to Pepsi. And I was very yes. happy about that. Um, because I am a Pepsi lover. Um, and now I'm back where we have Coke in the movie theater, which is fine. I like Coke fine, but I, I think I would always pick Pepsi over Coke. So, all right. Dang. All right. I, I like Coke over Pepsi, but if I'm going diet, I'm going diet Pepsi over diet Coke or Coke Interesting. zero any day. Um, but for us, we are a Coke slushy mixed with mm. cherry slushy. Whatever they have available, we used to get those those kids packs that were like it's like a small yes, thing of yes. you know the popcorn. The We'd get a slushy and like fruit snacks with it. Yeah, and it's like five good. bucks. Like yeah, for and it comes with a drink. Man, I remember trying to get those like up into adulthood too. Do they still do <laughs> yeah. those? I think so. I don't know. Uh, they're they're more like eight dollars now, but um, yeah, I specifically have a memory of loading my popcorn of butter and then like having a butter stain as seeped through the the cardboard onto my yes. lap. That's how you but know you did it right. I didn't have any problems because I was 11, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just love the movie theater. Like, I, I, I'm, I don't really even watch movies at home that much anymore yeah. because it, it's so hard for it to hold my attention. I think I'm the opposite of most people. Like, most people... It, I, I, nowadays you'll hear people be like oh, I might, I'm not going to go to the theater to see that but I might watch it when it's streaming like if it's a streaming mm-hmm. only movie I probably will not watch it but yeah. I will watch like <laughs> terrible movies in the theater because it's like if, if you finish a terrible movie at the movie theater it's like I don't feel like I wasted my time I'm like I, I went to the movies it's one of my favorite things to do like yeah. you still feel like you had a good time so it's the experience just, yeah big yeah. movie theater supporter me too we actually just signed up for the regal uh, unlimited pass oh so nice we've been seeing movies that we would not normally pay for like we saw the lost city mm-hmm. um everything everywhere all at once i would have paid to see that one that one yeah that was, was awesome good. i love that, that. Was a good movie the lost city was actually good though it, it I looks fun it. i i kind of want to see that i have the amc <laughs> subscription so i might uh okay i okay. had the regal one for a while when i was in knoxville but now i i switched to the amc so yeah we used to go to amc a lot but in, in bowling green they just have regal so i'm having to get used to that we don't have good theaters <laughs> up here actually i mean the regals down in tampa where we grew up so good like even in the ones in the mall that's the one i worked at but the ones here 
are just like behind a dumpster. It's just yeah, they're not good. They have like but, three employees. <laughs> dude, at post COVID, it's a ghost town. It's scary. Bro. Yeah, I um I just moved and I have I now have a movie theater. I, I can walk there in about two minutes, and it, like, oh, sweet. I have not been taking advantage of it the way I feel like I should be, but I just now got the subscription. So I feel like I'm going to be going like two or three times a week now, just because I love like yeah. going to a movie by myself. I like going with friends too, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's relaxing to just go sit at a movie theater mm-hmm. alone for me. So. Yeah. What are you yeah, most works. excited for, for the summer? Um, man, what's coming out. I, I feel like I'm not even like that in touch with what the big movies are that are coming out this summer. Um, there's not a lot. But what's what's the next Marvel movie? I mean, I, I don't know if that would be well, my answer. Doctor Strange but... just came out. Yeah, I saw I that. I liked that it a lot. Um, okay. I feel like I've been a little bit burnout on Marvel for the last couple of years. Not like I don't hate it. But yeah. Just got a little bored with it. But I really liked the new Doctor Strange. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I am. <laughs> I'm a person who is extremely excited about Avatar The Way of Water. Um, Me too. Yes. Dude. So those that movie for years, I didn't. I, I wouldn't shake a stick at it, but yeah. what changed my mind was, have you ever been to uh, Walt Disney World Animal Kingdom? Uh, no, but I think, okay, so I have a friend who lives in Orlando, and we're going to try and go to the Avatar land yes. the weekend that Avatar 2 comes out. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, all right, even if that line for Flight of Passage is mm-hmm. over two hours, wait in that line. Yeah. It'll I probably cried. It was so beautiful. I I really want to go there. Um, yeah, I it don't even feel, like. <laughs> go ahead. It makes you feel like you're flying on the actual. You could feel the the banshee breathing between your legs. Oh my! Gosh, it's really weird, but it's amazing. Um, it's funny because like I just like the idea. Like I feel like everyone's like, ah, eh, nobody cares about Avatar, and I'm like, right. that's fine. I understand it. I don't think the first movie is that good. I think it's like yeah. a fun time. I rewatched it re- recently, and I was like, mm, it's fine. But like yeah. I'm so psyched for the new one, like yeah, and that's not even the summer; it's Christmas. But like yeah, I I can't wait. That new trailer when I saw it in uh what, before Doctor Strange. Have you guys seen the new trailer yet? Nope. Um, I actually just... like just watched it while we were waiting, like before we recorded. Okay. <laughs> I think we should probably actually go try and see Doctor Strange tonight. While we you can. should. You should do it. No, I haven't Main, seen it. mainly to see the Avatar two trailer. I watched on the big the, screen. Yes, the trailer I saw today was the Weird Al Yankovic. Bible oh yeah, I forgot with about Daniel that. Radcliffe. That's gonna be that's, fascinating. It's gonna be wild. I can't wrap my mind around. It. I feel that's one of those things where, like, do we actually live in a simulation or not? Because <laughs> Harry is Potter so is strange. now Weird Al. <laughs> are, are you a big Weird Al fan? Um, I definitely, I I'm not like a super fan, but I definitely mm-hmm. listened to him as a kid. Like, I remember yeah. having yeah. Eat It on my iPod at one point. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. I what like about Weird Harry Al. Potter? Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I was a big Harry Potter fan growing up and like I, you know, I was like at the age where I was I felt like I was growing up with Harry Potter cuz sure. you guys were yeah. too, I'm sure. But yeah. it's like it was like yeah, I I loved Harry Potter and I I still like it. I, I haven't seen the new <laughs> uh whatever <laughs> Fantastic Beast movies. I got a little bored with those, but The terrific creatures. Yeah, the- <laughs> and where they're placed. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird that that franchise is called Fantastic Beasts, <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's not what it's about at all. No, I'll, I'll say the new movie was a piece. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a piece. I'll get around. I was to the it. only one in our group that liked it, but it's whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. yeah, 
uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Well, I was going to say, um, I've been like totaling up the the score for your IQ test, oh, okay. totaling up all your answers and everything. And you got a passing score of 42. 42. So 42 is good. That's perfect. Okay, that actually. Is, it's the, that's the, the answer to life universe and everything. Okay. If yeah. you're familiar with Hitchhiker's Guide. I am. I, I'm <laughs> listening to the, the audiobook of the third one right now, actually. Oh, <laughs> so. you're a big fan. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read I read the first few, the first couple of those books like in high school, and then I got sidetracked, and now I'm like revisiting them as an adult. But we just yeah. covered that one this past year mm-hmm. uh, with one of our good friends from Boy Scouts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh man, what I like that movie, movie a lot. Um, the <laughs> the opening scene of just like the the of the Earth actually being destroyed. It's not a spoiler because it's <laughs> the beginning of the movie. But like, yeah, it, it's so well done and so funny. So yeah. Keep zooming out. <laughs> yes, it just keeps oh, getting further and further out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we have anything else to say about Chicken Little? He's a little chicken. Little I chicken. actually forgot that, that we were talking about Chicken Little after a while. I got so invested in that IQ yeah. test. <laughs> yeah. We went a lot of different places, but we did. It was so far, so good. Uh, so, I guess it's wrap time. Did uh, either of you have any any final thoughts? Anything? you uh didn't get to bring up not really pretty good movie pretty good. <laughs> if you, if you're a chicken little hater give it a chance get, yeah actually I, I you know i'm gonna immediately take that back if you're a chicken <laughs> little hater you're probably not gonna rewatch it and be like oh this is good actually <laughs> just let me enjoy it <laughs> in peace yes we don't need another video essay right on how bad the dad is yeah he's a bad dad but the movie knows that so that's not yeah. a point against the movie exactly exactly i was uh, when i was looking at youtube clips of chicken little stuff there was like some video essays popped up and i did not click on it but there was like a 45 minute long video essay on chicken little that i was i was i was pretty pretty curious to, to dude to click I, on, I started I watching that he just nitpicks it and tears it Does apart he? it is not oh, it's not enjoyable to watch that would mm. probably just get my blood pressure too high. <laughs> I can't watch that. I turned it off after two minutes. <laughs> well, Eli, thanks for being on the show with us. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun. I'm yeah. Um, it's been too long since I've gotten to talk about a kids' movie into a microphone. So, <laughs> well, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, yeah. If yeah, you want to pull you in for Daddy Daycare for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to watch that movie again. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me online pretty much everywhere at Hey Mr. Wallet, um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, pretty active on Twitter and TikTok. Not so much Instagram, but you can follow me there if you want. Um, right. If you want to go back and listen to Purely Nostalgia, you can do that. We actually like we've kept it open to like we might go back and do an episode every once in a while, but we have officially ended the show. But then okay. we we did come back and do an emergency Space Jam two episode after we did the show. So <laughs> so uh, who knows? We might we might do one every once in a while. Maybe I was actually going to ask you what is the story behind Hey Mister Wallet? Uh, good question. I was at Trader Joe's and I uh, was paying for my groceries and I paid with cash and the cashier said. Uh, look at you, Mister Wallet, and I loved it so much. It just made me happy. I like made it my whole identity oh, online. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love the random stories that have not really a deeper meaning. That's the mm-hmm. best. 
Okay. These, these Trader Joe cashiers, they just don't realize how much power they have yes. to like form people's identities. <laughs> they're just so nice and like that, you know, they're trained to like just like make conversation <laughs> with you. So she was just like making me feel so special for paying with cash. Like uh, she made me feel like a hero and it just <laughs> it stuck with me. So awesome. Well, Jeremy, next next week it's going to be your turn to pick yes, a movie. Do you have a hint for what we're going to be covering next week? Yes, it is another baseball movie. As well as this one is a baseball movie. Yes, it is. Uh, but I think this one's a little bit more funny. So, here's a clip for that. Hey, Richie, are you up yet? Oh, easy. I can't leave this second, Clark, all right? I don't get to work for an hour a day like you, paper boy. Gus wants us to hit some baseballs with him. Clark, we don't play baseball. I told Gus we'd be there, Richie. And if we don't go, that makes me a liar. And that's not what I'm about. Not now. Not ever. All right, daytime Emmy. Hey, Marty, I'm going to split early, all right? I don't even know who you are. So our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. And he also has a website, BryceBridgman.com. If you have any artwork, go ahead and hit him up. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at InsideQuotesCast. Uh, and if you enjoyed the show at all, make sure to check out our merch site. Uh, we've got t-shirts, mugs, stickers, whatnot. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please be sure to leave us a good review. Uh, if you do, you'll finally win the approval of your dad. <laughs> wow. And he'll call you Ace. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Just don't get your hopes up. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed reliving our childhood and, hey, Mr. Wallace's childhood just as much as we have. Uh, <laughs> and if you like the show, make sure to hit subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you don't miss out on a future episode. Well, until next week, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. Unless you think we need closure? <laughs> see you next time, guys. I won't go breaking your Sing it again! <laughs> 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 <laughs>